The last podcast or recording that I did, I think, was August of last year, which puts us at about nine months ago. We're coming up on nine months, and before too long, because in the start of May, I've got Allison Woodmire with me. (laughs) I think that's nine. Well, if May's five, August is eight. There's twelve months in a year. Four plus five is nine. I'll trust your finance degree. And I was listening to some of them when I was just kind of cleaning up today. And then with the memories of the first time we actually sat down and do a podcast. It was a year ago from April 24th, today. A year ago today. And so I haven't done it in a while. And what I thought was very odd is the last two podcasts that were uploaded, and I'm going to say recording, just because I think that even that itself keeps me out of getting lost in like all that a podcast can be when I was listening back to these it was so refreshing how slow I thought of things and I mean that and I get so wrapped up in so much so quickly that to go back to a time where I was purposefully trying to slow down to be that grounding tool for me was just really refreshing Mm mm-hmm And we've had some reluctance to actually get on this together again because you didn't need it. So when we started to do some of them, we were kind of just going nowhere. Yeah, and I don't necessarily like doing them because I feel like I perform when there's a recording on me. So I'm going to try not to, just try to have a conversation with you. Yeah, and I think where it's going sometimes can be lost Especially if you're just two people that are trying to introduce a different medium into how you're communicating with each other. You don't have to kind of mm-hmm. get all wrapped up in what the agenda is or what the motive of it is. And for me, it's refreshing to go into something agenda-less because as an adult, I feel like when you're chasing money and you want to make a successful career for yourself, it's hard not to make your actions connected to an agenda. The agenda is better finances, and that can sometimes create an ugly version of at least me. Mm-hmm. And so this is a way to kind of step back, slow down, and go from there. What I want to do differently this time is I really want you to have a little bit more of the direction. Okay. I think it would be nice if we could kind of look at since August. What's been going down? Well, I took the liberty of actually writing a couple things, and I thought we could go month by month and go wow, and okay. see if we had. Cool. We could go month by month and think of some of the things that happened in those months that were just memories. Okay. So the last one was August. Really quick, before we dive into this. Yeah. I've never showed anybody besides family the, the recording page. Now, I, I would like to think, because I don't have my name laced in it, that it's not the easiest thing to find. And I did have it on my Instagram profile with a link to it for a while. But I ended up showing somebody at a work conference. And the first thing that was said to me was it was quick 
And when I listened back to it... Was it quick podcast? Like, my transitions in it. Like, apparently the content is being discussed quickly. Oh, yeah. Well, you you have a lot of thoughts that go very fast. But I don't think I do. I When I listen back to it, I feel like I'm listening to a six-year-old try to explain the universe. <laughs> and I feel kind of dumb listening back to them. So, before we go into that, just know that that definitely has been kind of ringing through me as even am I, after doing all of these recordings up to now, am I still self-delusioned with what I think my presence is through this? And so that's something that I'm always going to kind of stay connected with as we move forward. But just know that that is something that I hold with me as I do these moving forward. Okay. So do you still want to go the month-by-month thing? Yeah, I just feel like that was something that I needed to address. Do you want to speak slowly, or... No, it was... Did I miss the point? The content that I would talk about was so simple that for somebody to say that it was quick, I almost question what their intention was by saying that. Or their intelligence. Um, But you just talk about yourself. Well, in life, I will not talk about the socio-political economic climate of the country, though. (laughs) That is for sure. That will not happen. That's for Jaden Smith to discuss. Okay. Month by month. Do you want to start in August or do you want to start in September? August. Okay, August. So in August, I went on a girls' trip to Glacier National Park. Yes, with which my I talked about when I was alone. Okay. On the last one that I did, where I did the camera, yes. which was totally not worth it. No. Doing that camera it takes up so much data. And it's so yeah, unnecessary. So much effort. And I was talking about how the reason I did it alone is because you were in a Glacier. You were doing a girls' trip. I was on. I was on a girls' trip in Glacier. It was super fun. I wish I had taken off more time in retrospect and spent more time there, but it was still awesome. It was great. Went with my best friend from high school, best friend from college, and my little sister as a graduation present to her. And we camped and we did some really long hikes. We saw moose and... I think you mean meese. We saw meese. And deers, and deers, deers, and lots of really cool creatures. But the meese were the coolest. And I'm trying to think, yeah, it was. Do you great. know that we, we talked about that in a different, different recording? The meese, we had a whole meese joke. I do. I remember that. I it was it, the one in Barrington. Yeah, on the I couch. how ironic would be if I set my life out to be someone who could prove that meese is worth putting in the dictionary. Yeah. And I passed away while photographing Mies. <laughs> Died doing what I love. Oh. I think that was the biggest thing that happened to me in August. You sent me a picture. Everything was great. What I remember about that is it was the, the only time that we've been apart that I didn't totally obsess over where you were. Oh. Before we shared locations. <laughs> But I'm not, listen, 
I but that was hard too because I didn't have service a lot of the time. So we went like caring for days without talking Listen, at all. Caring for somebody a lot is a yeah. scary thing because mm-hmm. you start to miss them so much. But it was a good trip that you told me no service. Mm-hmm. You were taking showers with like you know wet naps. Yeah, no, sh- there were no showers, so, so it you was were, just wet you were in rough. Yeah, it was it was real, it was real hardcore, living out of a tent and living out of a van. Living out of a tent. Living by in the van down by the river. That's showers, close, showers in the river. Nice. You, you don't know that. I can't believe that, know that even bringing up something like Full House dates me relative to you. Yeah. It's three years. How does the fact that you missed one show make me apparently 35 years older than you? Well, I think it was also, I, as we've talked about before, I wasn't in this country during those time when I oh, might have Oh, because of the embargo it. act that you were under? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just felt like saying something <laughs> international. And conservative household, I didn't get to just watch whatever I want on TV. Like, we didn't even watch The Simpsons. And there were shows on PBS PBS I wasn't allowed to watch. PBS. So PBS. when you were in Glacier, what I remember is we didn't talk a lot, of course, because the service was low. Yep. And I loved the pictures that you did send to check in. And we FaceTimed when you were at that hotel right before you ended up going to the The campsite. Airbnb, yeah, yeah. But I also remember... You sent a series of pictures and you were looking up a rocky climb where if you're familiar with like the Colorado area or or the West, anytime you start climbing up a mountain, it's just a basic trail for a really long time. And then you get to a point where there are signs you can do it, but it's just at your own risk. Mm -hmm. And you almost look like you're at the base of that. But the fear wasn't if you could climb it, it was bears. You yeah. were legit scared that you were going to go into, like, bear country. Mm-hmm. And everyone else yeah. seemed like they were kind of lax about it. Do you feel like your cons- your concern was what was needed? Or you uh, guys would have gone if you didn't say, really? Yeah, it probably... Why? It probably would have been... I think it was just the 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 time that you are referring to... It was not a very nice day out. It was really windy and gray, and it was kind of raining off and on. And it was towards the end of the trip, and it was a trail that wasn't on any maps because it wasn't encouraged that you go on it, but you could. Like, there was, a like, a chain across the trail entrance. Uh, but my friends wanted to go because apparently one of the rangers said it was the best view once you got to the top it was like the the best view and the way to get through it some of the area was open but some of it was through some kind of wooded areas and i was just not i was just not a fan because they weren't there was no one else around and there were all of these signs saying like beware bear country beware like it's the trail that most people break their legs or their hips on because it's so uneven grounding so that was not encouraging at all jeez so i was just kind of like i don't i don't know guys like i really don't want to do it and then of course they were like well we don't want to split up so if you go you shouldn't go alone and then if someone else wants to go they shouldn't go 
alone. I mean, we've all seen movies. You split up, you die. Right. That's pretty exactly. Much I mean, that's the, the formula. Line. So we did get to a pretty high top of the trail, and it was really cool, and it was really beautiful, but I'm not... I don't know. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? I think it would have been totally fine. We would not have seen a bear if we did go to the top. You sent another I picture guess. where they have those embedded, they almost look like turquoise riverbeds or like little lake areas within, as you climb mountains, there's different, yeah, there's almost like a reservoir. Yeah, and hidden, it's like turquoise. hidden lakes. It's very cool. Hidden lakes from just straight glacier water. Oh, Which that's just amazing! Why. Yeah, so it's okay. just melt. It's just melt. Just run off. Did you get close enough to get a little sip? No. Taste glacier? No. I mean, we did at one of them. Um, didn't I? I don't think I drank didn't it. Didn't I? Didn't I? Didn't I don't think I, I drank it. But we did take. It was a. It was a. Six, I think it was a six-mile one-way hike up to one of the last 12 miles tall glaciers wow yeah what shoes did you take i had hiking boots are they here are they in the yeah. studio you have them still yeah yeah we live in a studio two people we're crazy we'll get there that's month Lord. to month month to month so keep the walls away <laughs> they're closing fast <laughs> So that, that was, was a good. That was a fun trip. So it was August. I, I missed, and I mean, that was, was like right eight, after Lala. Eight days. It was right after yeah. Lala. Mm-hmm. The pandemic was very interesting because I love getting really close with somebody and connecting with them really well, and we did that pretty much every day. Yeah. And then we, we got into Glacier. Yeah. Eight days. It was nice, though. I ran a lot. I mean, it was nice to kind of get in my own routine. I think, wasn't that when I was still drinking a lot of those bang energy drinks? Was that that month or was that later? Because I remember Your that. Your hospital visit? Yeah. Was it in August or was Which it Which I also September? want to say, I am not blaming the bang energy drink from a hospital visit. That happened a day after I did like a mix and match of energy drinks when I was on the road. And pre-workout. Because I... Convince myself if you start yeah. if you drink some of these like natural energy drinks where it's like just a, it jacks you up with all this B twelve mm-hmm. then it's nothing bad and it's better than drinking coffee which I just you know love yeah so I was just like I'm just gonna change it and so I bought a whole case of Bang from Costco and I was like every day I'm gonna drink one yeah because it'll also help me just. The, if I have the to drink 24 one, pack. I'm going to go work out. Like, that was the view of it. Like Right. Instead of pre-workout, that's what you used. And, right? Yeah. And that was the first time I lived in the studio by myself. I love the fact that I had such a guy's fridge. Mm-hmm. It was like bang energy, mustard. Chicken. Chick, like, Chicken, yeah. broccoli. Egg whites. <laughs> I was like, I'm doing it. Yeah. But that week. Beer. When you got back, I remember you were like, I don't care if we go out tonight or if we just order some lose but i have not showered in eight days oh yeah yeah the day i got back and you almost had like a mini dreadlock hey in a little part of your hair it wasn't <laughs> did i that bad but i remember you showed me you like pulled a clump not a, but like you pulled your hair oh was, yeah because i hadn't yeah i didn't i hadn't brushed my hair yeah yeah i'm not trying to rat you out anyway like oh nice rat nice rat's nest 
when I was also listening to an older recording, I said something about when I took a class in senior year and you said which time, and it was just dead silent. And I was so upset that I didn't have a little bit more security in myself. Didn't ever come back. To keep going with it. <laughs> I just took it as, as hard as it, you know, didn't need to be. So that's what I'm excited that this, as we continue through this conversation, there's been so much, not only just that we've done, but just in how we even communicate has gone up a lot. So mm-hmm. Glacier was definitely in August. And you want to go to September? September. Was that the Lollapalooza month? No, because Lollapalooza was in August, oh, and I, it was right. the weekend so before it was I right left. Before Glacier, okay. Yep. Did you have anything else for August, or are we moving along? I don't have anything else that I can remember, so we can go to September. Okay, what did you write down for September? I didn't write down specific months because I was hoping. I don't want to make it sound like okay. Next, please. Oh, I like that. We, what is your homework? Thank well, you. Well, we have nine months to go through. It's a, it's a lot. Well, almost. Almost. Nine. We're not done with April. So, September, September, September. What would have happened in September? September. We took a lot of walks by the lake. Yeah. We go- went to the, I think it's the Walden Lily Pond. Is that right? Alfred Caldwell. Oh, I was way off. <laughs> Let me look at my... Lily Pond. When I, a lot. A lot of the times my work schedule will trigger some of those memories just because a lot is surrounded about what I'm able to do with work. Let's see, Labor Day. Yeah, you didn't write anything down for September. Oh, September was our trip, our weekend to Michigan. Oh, Traverse City. Traverse City. We I'm made... And you were also in the hospital that month. I'm looking at my Snapchat. So that was the bang month. Y- yep. Okay, so what the bang month was, I bought a 24-pack from Costco, and I just decided throughout the month of September, I'm going to drink a bang a day. And that got me hooked to where I just started to stop by like vitamin shops instead of a Starbucks while I was working to pick up some of their natural, or as natural as they advertise it, energy drinks. Well, the complication with that is if you're taking a ton of energy drinks and you're pumping your body with amino acids or creatine, and you're not moving your body, you're not letting your body have that anabolic, uh, you're not letting your metabolism burn through it, then your body's just holding on to all this and it's not doing anything with it. So if I'm sitting in a car just driving around, yes, the energy is going to help me stay kind of focused on the road, but I'm not moving my body at all. So when I came home and I hadn't exerted any of the energy that I needed to to actually metabolize all that I drank, the next morning I had woken up, gone to the bathroom, bent down to wash my hands, and my back seized. And then when I came back to bed, my back kept seizing and my legs seized mm-hmm. and I couldn't stop shaking. Mm-hmm. And it was like I had really gone through cardiac arrest. Yeah. And I asked you to squeeze and just put as much of your weight and squeeze me as hard as you could to help me stop shaking and I couldn't. Nope. And it reminded me of in college when I didn't plan my meals that well and it was an intense workout and I ended up having dehydration and muscle exhaustion that there comes a point when you really put yourself at such a deficit that 
you can't recover unless there's some extreme measure. Yeah. You can't keep water down. You can't calm down. And you, you also that morning, just speaking of, you can't keep water down. You drank a ton of water and you threw it up. You and threw it all that's up. when we went to the hospital. So we went to the hospital. Yep. If you say you have any heart issue at the hospital, chest pain, chest pain. Yes. I think regulation, you have to stay over the night. They, yep, have, to 20, monitor they have to monitor you for 24 hours, I think. So while we're trying to figure out what it was, it really wasn't until a couple of days after we just thought, oh, of course. Mm-hmm. My creatine levels were a little high, but it was nothing more than just being a... I, they pronounced it creatin. Oh, okay. For the kidney levels. Right, right, right. Yeah, and that same weekend after you got out of the... The, overnight, the fun overnight stay with hospital food that you mm. had. Then we went to my family's cabin for the first time. Mm-hmm. And you were exhausted, but we still made the drive, which was awesome. And we yeah. spent a long weekend. Wow. I think it was Labor Day And weekend. we could say, arguably, that that event triggered your interest in what you currently do for your career. Maybe. A little bit. Because yeah. when I left... They had hooked me up with an EKG monitor. Yep. EKG leads. And that was on for probably a day. Mm -hmm. So 24 hours just stick, you know, stuck to me. Yep. And when they finally released me, and they were short staffed, so you were kind of banging on the door of why I didn't want to push on it more. But you're like, you have to go ask to be released or discharged. Yeah. But I don't, really busy. I don't like to step on the toes of clinicians if I'm the patient. I feel like as the patient, it's a touchy, it's like, I don't, I don't know. I just, it was a weird situation for me. And I'm glad that you had been there to kind of push on it. Because with my dad, I just my dad's a dentist, in. I my just, mom has been, my mom's yeah. a nurse. I respect that what you deem best, you're the professional. I'm not going to tell you how to do your job. If I'm the patient, mm-hmm. I just I say that went to ch- I just went to check in on like the status, and once you got cleared, it was like, okay, you're cleared. Now we're just waiting for the nurse to come and give you like discharge papers and all of that stuff. But it was, you know, was everything tough. was fine. You didn't need to stay in there any longer, and we kind of wanted to get going. So the cardiologist that came in actually sat down and made oh, more yeah. conversation than me. The dude's pinky looked like Booger McFarland's on ESPN. He does some of the sports casting where it just looks totally bent to one side. Oh my! So and he said he was a football coach for his uh, his son's high school, mm. and he was asking me. We started talking about football, and I was like, "Yeah, I played at Wyoming." and He's like, what are you doing in here, man? Like, you are way too young to have this heart issue. Like, what's going on? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Just. I don't know. It was just. Just standard of care. That was also in the peak of we were doing a lot of hot yoga and didn't know how to assess. The moves are not made for our frames. Yes. Not in any way. We We finally cracked the hot yoga code this year. Because. Like in the new year. Feet together, bending down on certain things. My hips can't do it. It ends up hurting and pinching my spine and my hips more than it does actually helping. So (laughs) when that. We modify the poses. Yeah. Kind of spazzing was happening. I knew it was also because I was dehydrated. Pumped myself with all those energy Mm -hmm. drinks. And then it was just like a electrical storm almost at that point. Yeah. So we get discharged. But the nurse that ended up discharging me she had already seemed like she had a rough day i mean it was yeah, they were, it was pretty tough interactions yeah. 
but she was going to take these leads off me and I, you know, pretty hairy guy. So no, no luck in getting any leeway on those. And she just ripped them off. And I had marks from the adhesion. Blood. Uh, yeah. Adhesion. She drew blood. Well, she, not she, but just pulling those off yeah. and drew blood. Yeah. But it wasn't even like a little rash that you kind of walk, wash away the little, you know, glue marks. You kind of have a bandaid on for a while. I mean, it was like a rash. Mm-hmm. Now you work for a company that provides a product that explicitly prevents that from happening. Yeah. Yep. Which is pretty cool. And yep. you hated seeing it happen. You it was hated awful. it every time. It was like someone just scraping me. Yeah. And I think she only took like, was only able to take one off. And then she was like, just go wash it with soap and water. And then we tried do to do it at home. It and it was like. When you go and speak on your products. For EKG leads. Just, yeah. It's an, your it's an option. You can ask for. No, but do you ever bring remover. it up? I have before. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, this is a, a very live and real issue. Yeah. I have before. This isn't just some, like, hypothetical that we're trying to sell on. Yep. There are patients that have a lot of pain if this isn't applied. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it, was, it was pretty bad. Yeah. One of those, like, tedious to, things. We don't have to get into all of it, but there's a lot of complications that can come from but that was drawing heavy, blood on certain I patients. I think that that was an overlooked thing that happened that ended up becoming kind of a director for you. I, yeah. Is that it, it an immediate I definitely connection. brought it up in my yeah. interviews. Oh, yeah. This is something that totally to... totally helps. Yeah. So that did kind of take a little bit of September, but we wanted to catch what was next right away. So we planned, I had still been covering Michigan as a territory of mine. I had a trip to Grand Rapids. Yep. That was actually the week that I had planned to do a Tuesday through Friday trip to that area, kind of the coast of Michigan. And then on Tuesday, kind of when the trip started, I found out that I'm not going to have Michigan anymore. Yep. So that was kind of a weird limbo for me. But I'm glad that we were able to make the most of it with Traverse City. So we coordinated it to where you flew into Traverse City, tiny airport. Yeah, on Thursday night. And I just remember there was like one flight that came in. Mm -hmm. And it was completely packed. Okay. From O'Hare. And I had my little rental. Yeah, little little Mazda, mm-hmm. which I want to get. Which a we car. liked. I liked it, and it you know nice. what I like about it is in the middle console, it almost feels like a little DJ setup. The mm-hmm. volume was by the gear shifter. I think that's so how the. Cool. I think that's how Audis are made too, or something. Yeah, like I was that. like, this is very. It was snazzy. I feel cooler than I should, because I can just <laughs> put my arm here and just DJ, right there. It was that was a great trip. That, that was really was fun. Good, we spent Friday. Trip. You found where did you find the cabin? How did you end up finding where it was? Because I was I was very I thought it was a sketchy place. So it's it just looked very out in the nowhere. Well, there's a lot of lakes in Michigan towards in Traverse City, and I just found it on Airbnb. It was close enough to the big close enough to Traverse City. But everything City. else was pretty much booked up. Like yeah. we tried to look at. I barely got that hotel. That Friday night mm-hmm. that I... Thursday night. Okay. Thursday night and then Friday, Saturday in the little... Yeah, it was like a little cabin on... There was a bunch of cabins. There were probably like 10 or 12 of them on this little lake. But it looked like it was almost like a... Not a campground because it was like a little bit more urban than that. But it was definitely just, you know, managed by... Like they had a property management, and then he was nice. Little cabins, Gave kind of scattered style. around, <laughs> kind of scattered <laughs> around, and there were lots of families there. Yeah, there was a really nice fire there pit was out that back, one group and of people that were talking about childbirth. Oh yeah, there was and a how weird painful group. it is. 
they were hammered at like 10 o'clock yeah just and they were talking about, about childbirth was yeah other weird things that was odd but we had a little cabin it was a nice little area we went out to dinner the shower smelled we, like sulfur i mean it was the whole nine yeah we really got the whole feel we had a dinner date uh or friday we had a wine tasting at one of the yes, wineries Bonobo. which was so good Bonobo monkeys it was so fun they're like 95 98 close to our genome <laughs> they're more close to humans than chimpanzees yeah here I am just on the orangutan train. I had no idea. The bonobo. The bonobo one. So that was on the Friday bonobo. night. And we got some dinner there. And that had like a, a good, tour. And got some. Um, had a. What? A souvenir glasses. Wine glasses. Which was. Yeah. It was awesome. And then Saturday went into town. Walked around. Like Traverse City is such a cute downtown very busy. Taught how to play, taught you how to play chess at that, that cafe. A, we played for like four hours. We were just hanging out, having coffee. Yeah, I learned that, that the heavier fun. the chess piece, the more painful it is when you flick it after losing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's not nice when your mentor tells you how bad they are relative to their family <laughs> and they keep beating you. Chess but is I a hard game learned. to pick up. It was I fun though. It was a fun time. Own. Yes. Damn it, I held we were my able own. to play For full games. Day, yes. I held it. Yeah. I still think that the knight being the first move, I want to figure out that open. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's ballsy and I think it looks cool. Yeah. Just jump out, you know, get it done. Mm-hmm. But the whole three, four, five, six, ten moves ahead. The weird thing is, in life I feel like I've kind of figured out how to do that just as a person in rel you know comparative to other people relative to other people are those interchangeable would you say comparative relative not really I feel like I need to kind of nail in if they are but when I learned the game of chess it kind of threw me off my game as a person for a little while because it really made me think I'm not as good as I think I am just at learning something new. At analyzing so. a situation, knowing what the best move is, oh. handling it, and kind of overcoming mm-hmm. what somebody else has in store. But I did love learning, and I always wanted to. And you can't learn it on the app. No. The guided. And you were you were a great teacher because you gave every piece a personality. Yeah, they, they really all do because they all the do their own things, which I think is pretty fun and cool. But you've got the whole classy like demeanor of a chess player down like the hand on chin <laughs> it's just know, from watching queen's finger, gambit like, that's all a little raised and right underneath the nose that's kinda, like that's hmm. courtesy of my dad yeah which i still haven't sat down to see what's up with his chess game it's good it's just quick right yeah or does he, he does just... he like to play with the opponent a little bit Make it seem like it's a little bit closer. I just think that he sees a lot of moves ahead. Like, he probably sees a lot ahead. Well, and you said at that time, your brother and your dad... Yeah, they play together, and they're pretty well matched, yeah. But you said, as of recently, your brother kind of started to get the one up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, He's been... He he can always come out with a win. Yeah, my brother took a chess class, so... Oh, wow. He knows a little bit more about the game. I don't think Dad ever has, but... Anyway... A little... POS chess game that we took back to the cabin and oh, we yeah. played on a bench. Oh, yeah. The pieces were really light and very easy to flick when I lost. And they almost blew away outside in the wind. 
But it was still calm for the most part. I remember that being a very pleasant. That was really fun. We had yeah, our bonobo nice. glasses. We got a couple bottles of wine. We tried cherry wine because yep. it was kind of the Cherries native. is like a big thing in yeah. Upper Michigan. We're going around sampling still during like kind of a pandemic feel. So it was weird to sample just cup in hand. I felt like I was doing something bad with a oh, shareable yeah. in the store. <laughs> but that was good. They had like cherry mustard. They had a lot of weird cherry of things. Yeah. Stuff. Mm-hmm. The cherry, the cherry pub mix, but it was like a tiny bag for like twenty bucks. Oh, it was so very it touristy. How, yeah, like yeah, how good it was. We weren't gonna get it. No, but that was really fun. Yeah, we went to that nice Italian place. We had Mio, uh duck, d- uh, decoy. Was it decoy or miomi wine? We had miomi, and it, it, it was, was like, like thirty dollars more than yeah. we could buy it. Yeah. And then we asked for an espresso martini, and they said that was the one drink they couldn't make. I know. And I was like. Come on, Traverse City. I know. You know this time of the year. I know. Why are you back? And it was that. And it was the type of restaurant where you would just assume that they would have one. You know. Just like keep the standard. You know. (laughs) Right. Be better. Be better. But that was a great. That was a great fun weekend. I think that's September. That was the first time we flew together. On the way back. Mm -hmm. That was fun. You like Great British Baking Show. You love it's a classic GBB just to up. have it on yeah it's such a feel-good show yeah subtitles and everything you couldn't hear it with your airpods i don't care how loud you turn no. it up it was a bad ex- i just tapped i was like not worth it i think i might have forgotten my headphones that i normally use and i had just my airpods and yeah it was not good but that was a good trip we had a little cabin playing house for a little bit i just remember that shower was like Lighting a firework or something. Very strong. Yeah. Straight to the reservoir that water came. Yep. From? Yep. (laughs) And then September, is that kind of a wrap? I think that's good on September. Yeah. I like that. That was nice. October. Birthday month. Your birthday. Birthday. Yep. Okay. What did we do? We went to sushi for my birthday and then we went bowling. That was fun. You got me a great travel. September was also bag. your. Wait. Did we go to sushi for your birthday or for Kenny's birthday? Well, I know for sure mine. Okay. No, we went to Cooper's Hawk for Kenny's birthday. Yes. And we went to Target beforehand. I just We thought, got him. That was so fun. Which was really funny when he got me a Christmas or birthday present because it was almost like either he thought that it was something I genuinely wanted because it's kind of like treat others how you want to be treated. So he basically got the Curtis equivalent of what I got him. And I didn't mean anything bad by it. We went to Target. I honestly thought it would be kind of a funny... It was an awesome present. Gift. Like, it was awesome. And we ended up so anyway, backtrack a little bit. We go to Target and yes, it right obvi- before I mean, dinner. You, you would have to be probably six years old not to put together that we stopped at a store before going to dinner with the gift. Which it's the Who thought cares? that counts. I don't need Who to cares? be put on trial for, for a gift to somebody. But it was in line with he wanted to do kind of a cleanse and so we were getting things that were around you know, if you ever start getting, like, the sugar craze of, you know, drinking or... Yeah. Just, like, no, you know, nothing serious. Just, like, not drinking, you know, dry January or something like that. He just decided to do it in September. 
so we got him like treats and stuff like uh he likes sweetest fish so mm-hmm. we were just getting him like just like fun, fun things to have around like realistically looking at it like a nutritional what's what's the thing that gets people to want to drink again yes there's the culture of it but if you're someone that likes that good kind of time you're not i don't think realizing that you're used to getting kind of a a sugar fill from the alcohol and so we were looking at it as kind of just approaching it from that more innocent light so we got him like a pedialyte in case he you know <laughs> just kind of went back on it totally for a health reason and then we also got him some nerf guns to play with lisa so like i said it was obviously like kind of a joke you know i'm a 27 year old buying these things for a 30 year old and 31 turning and we just thought you know he's a hard guy to buy gifts for just like my dad if he wants something he'll get it so Mm -hmm. let's just do something that shows we're very in tune with what's happening right now in his life and then a month later i get a gift of just a bunch of things from costco (laughs) like jars of peanut butter a big bottle of wine and the rx bar so we went to cooper's hawk that was good also an altercation with the espresso martini didn't they say they had to substitute something or that one was fine i can't remember we almost like put up our guard we're like don't ruin our night too i can't remember we've had too many of these nights in the last few months just tell us you have what we need yeah i can't remember but cooper's hawk was fun i like cooper's hawk that was when you were first kind of getting acquainted with my family closely mm-hmm. which was nice mm-hmm. yeah it was and that was when i sat down and the first thing my dad said was when he saw my hair all done back he goes so you're doing kind of like the wind tunnel look oh is that what he said and i was like yeah thanks man but that was a fun night september yep september so october was your birthday but also what lucy's Lucy's what? Lucy's adventure. Yeah, what happened with Lucy? Lucy ate sugar-free gum that had sugar alcohol that dogs are not able to digest. Xylitol. Xylitol. And she spent a weekend at the kind of the the dog ICU uh, getting detoxed, getting... um, Blood or not blood plasma transfusions. But no, no fault. Getting her energy. Getting her energy. No fault to back. anybody. Yeah, she just got into the gum. I and put everybody in kind of an unfortunate place by default when it comes to Lucy because I love that she stayed a puppy mentally mm-hmm. for fourteen years. Mm-hmm. I think that when you look at people and those who stay young at heart, they live longer. And so when Lucy gets into the garbage or when she does things that is that puppy behavior, why would I punish a 14-year-old? Like at this point, if she still has the energy and wants and just to do that, then go for it. I'm going to get more years out of an amazing dog if I can just let her live the best life and if that's something she wants to do. Within reason, obviously, I'm not going to just leave things out. And I am very particular about... I'll put a dumbbell on the garbage before mm-hmm. I leave. I'll make sure that there's nothing in, like, lower cupboards. Yep. I'll make sure that everything is really covered up. And for those who don't know how much Lucy can just scour into anything, you're never going to Lucy-proof 
an apartment if you don't think. You're never even going to think about things until it happens. And one thing that did happen was you had gotten two full 80 pieces. 40 pieces. In 40 pieces. So 80 total of the Icebreakers Cube Gum mm-hmm. that has xylitol. Now, Extra doesn't have xylitol. So there are gums out there if you're a dog owner. There are some substitutes. You don't have to have fear if you need fresh breath. But you would put two packs in your purse, and you put it on my desk chair, which swivels. Yeah. And so Lucy got your purse down and ate all these pieces. When we came home, it's honestly, it's it's kind of heavy to talk about it now, because we just went through hell and back through that. We got home, we didn't think anything of it. We thought Lucy got into gum, whatever. And then she didn't eat that night, and then the next day, she didn't eat in the morning. Mm-hmm. But what really stood out was she wasn't drinking water. Mm -hmm. And so it was like watching this creature just almost kind of kill itself because of what we didn't know. And we didn't take her in until we go and walk her the second night at like six and she couldn't walk. I mean, she was, but it was like watching someone who was either like coming out of a coma or was just really drunk Mm -hmm. and she was so slow and then we get back in the apartment and we actually took like a wooden spoon Mm -hmm. and it was at this point I was like I don't care if you don't eat because I know that your body can you know worst case scenario you have to just process this sugar and it's going to take three days and maybe you'll you know whatever and she wouldn't drink water so we take the wooden spoon and I lodge it between her teeth her occlusion Mm -hmm. for all those dental freaks out there and we just start kind of putting water down her throat and she was kind of thrashing back and forth she didn't want to drink any of it and I can't even begin to tell your perspective because I was on Lucy duty I just remember the look that she gave us after we're trying to give her water and it was not a good it was I mean it was obviously a terrible situation but she just looked at us like how dare you get me wet with water so upright it was so funny and she has this little like seal look because her eyes are so like big and dark and she was just like so appalled that we would try to give her water and it was so funny reaction was counter to what she was trying to do to deflect the water so she was putting her snout in the air trying to get away from drinking the water and then as soon as I think she had a little bit of water in her mouth and then we pulled the spoon out she cocked her head down put her head back and just looked at you like excuse me mm-hmm. how dare you yep. and just had this like I am a princess this is not cool <laughs> yeah and that was very was cute Probably one of the best examples of Lucy in a nutshell. Lucy attitude. At any moment, yeah, she'll always give you that. So, even in the worst case scenario, you know, we're we're finding the silver lining. We end up reaching out to your friend, who yep. is actually a vet now. Yep, she's a vet student. And we told her xylitol, and right away she goes take her to the emergency. Yep. N- no other questions. Yep. Just take her. Yep. And. We go to right downtown, it's a place called Veg, which I still thought was just obnoxious. Like, you're going to be a clinic for animals with these serious issues, and you're going to be called Veg. I just thought that that was kind of 
funny. But I'm not going to harp on anybody's marketing. So we go and we say xylitol. And we go in. I'm sorry, is I want to make sure. Is everything okay or is this just kind of like a touchy subject? You feel bad about it so you don't want to add much? No, it's, it's your story. It's kind of, well, it was our story. We both went in it. I mean, it was tough. What do you feel the most about it? And I'm not trying to push at all. It's just we don't talk about it. This is why I like doing these things because there's so many things that remain unturned just because you think that a situation has been talked about to where it needs to. And I know that this was a, it was a sad moment in our life. I don't mean to hit in this hole, but it'd be nice to just kind of get a little bit more push to and from from you. Well, I mean, it was really tough. I, I It was the gum that I had bought, and I didn't think about it, so I do see it as my fault. So. Not at all. Not at all. It was tough. So we take her. If it wasn't for your connection, your friend, we wouldn't have gotten her in. We went in there. They were giving people wait times, like eight hours, 12 hours. Yeah. And she got in right away. And then the comedy kind of returned a little bit. And then we go a little bit in the tragedy. The comedy was when she gets her values tested. The first thing they say to us is, this dog should be dead. Yeah. There's no way with the amount of xylitol this dog ingested, she should be standing right now. And that was us going, Lucy. Hmm. Dynamo girl. Yep. So she ends up staying the night, which we thought, nothing of it. But the other thing that stood out was she had a little bump on her head that couldn't stop bleeding. Mm -hmm. And so they said that was the biggest issue. She actually wasn't coagulating her blood. Mm -hmm. She didn't have any plasma to do so because her liver had taken so much of that toxicity that it actually couldn't clean her system. So they had to hook her up to do plasma transfusions. Yep. When my dad remarried, she, the woman, had a cat who I think it got to like 20 or 21. Wow. And they were going to do a white blood cell. I don't know what that, I mean, maybe it would be transfusion too. Just increase the white blood cell count. Mm -hmm. And... I think it was going to be like $14,000. Oh, my God. And they didn't go forward with it. And it was one of the hardest things to see. I mean, I got I grew close to that cat. To me, cats, I think it's amazing. But that's like a person. And I've said that before. It's just, that's such a long life. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. My aunt and uncle had a cat that lived to 21. So. Also, super long time. When it first all happened, it was a really raw thing because it was I, really stressful it was very up and down as, yeah i with looked emotions. at it like i didn't put the gun there and that was an immature reaction of mine because i'd never been through a moment like that before where i had to look at it as curtis what are you doing nobody wakes up and thinks today's the day i poison a dog and the yeah. fact that i let just even in that, those few hours when it was kind of developing I just didn't I, I wasn't angry I was just so confused because I just I put so much stress on doing that but that's why I say it's an unfair place for anybody who hasn't raised Lucy her entire life mm-hmm. but we came out of that crazy strong yeah after that experience so she gets the first plasma transfusion and they tell us that she's still not coagulating but we're calling like every two hours 
Yeah. Because it was a 24-hour vet. We were just going to make sure. Plus, the upfront fee was you put a down deposit of $4,000, and then they do everything. They said they were going to do two plasma transfusions within that time, plus that stay, because it's a bed, so you're kind of running that out. And if she didn't get the second one, then I actually ended up only spending about thirty-five because they we had to transfer. We had to transfer Lucy, which blew my mind that we're carrying this decrepit, barely hanging on. They bandage her head up like a little grandma, and she's still she going. Though. She couldn't walk. She, she was, was so tired. Yeah, it was it was tough to see. But they kept saying. She just needs more time. More time for the more liver time. values to come down, the liver to heal itself, basically. And here I am looking at Lucy, who was 13. She made it to 14. She's working to 15 now. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, this dog has given me so much happiness that I never thought I could have from an animal. And you're telling me the only thing she needs is more time? Mm-hmm. And I have this currency, these little tokens that I collect. Yep. All jokes aside, but kind of to soften up the reality of it, that I have enough tokens to pay for that more time? Mm-hmm. Bingo. Yeah. I'll do it. And I'll deal with the repercussions. Which... So we take her to this glorious yep. pet hospital. Yep. Oh, my. Why didn't we go there first? But it doesn't matter. We were told to go where we went. Yep. And it worked out. Yep. So we go to the second place, another five, you know, four, five thousand. Boom. Put it down. Yeah. And she gets another plasma transfusion. The drama of that, for me, all came together when we were in the parking lot and we saw that mm. woman walk out. Yeah. And it was like in that, in any movie where you see somebody, they just can't handle what they're experiencing and they just, they, they fold. Yeah. And they fall down and it was just, I, I told you at that moment I said we will not experience this with Lucy yeah that was that was tough to see yeah but she did a lot better and we got to go visit her and we got to see her but they uh, said she wasn't eating and we go in and all we do is we grab the food and we place it in front of her and it was just that she needed to eat it from somebody's hand mm -hmm. or it was us Mm -hmm. I'm not mad at any of it Mm-hmm. I am glad that we got to when see I, her and I'm normally not the pusher. I'm normally not that guy. Like being the patient that stays until I get discharged, not pushing on it. So when they were like, she's not eating, I trust you. You're the medical professional. So when we go in and she eats, it was great. It was like seeing just the light at the end of the tunnel, finally, mm-hmm. after all this. Yeah, she did good. And then we go back a second time, and then that nurse goes, excuse my French, I don't mean to like, but... This is a totally different effing dog yep. than I saw when I started my shift. Yep. And that was like tears of joy. Dizzy! We were so excited. She was perky. She was doing everything. Dizzy! She was eating again. And we bring her back. And then she was a little like outpatient for a while. We were feeding her yep. like six she pills was running, a day. She was running around. We put when, this like before we got her back, powder on her head. Yep. Before we got her back, we... Got to visit her, and we fed her one time, and she was just trotting around the the vet hospital, and all of the vet techs were just looking at her like, oh, she's so great now, and... She just was looking great. <sighs> and then, yeah, recovery. We got her back home. She was on antibiotics. She was on meds for, maybe like, two weeks. She had, like, special prescription food to help with the 
liver healing and sensitive but stomach my and all that lord stuff. did we and then, did we come together during that so much so much crying together i mean you and i really kind of laid down a roadmap for us throughout that entire experience yeah because i personally never been through something that close to home i mean the only relative that i have really been alive for passing or conscious and have memories of is my grandma my mom's mom when i was in like first grade and i remember asking my mom like why are you crying yeah that's how disconnected i am from having you know going through something like that so when you were there and we were going through all that i mean it was just exactly what was needed and at the end of it i looked at it as I now gained somebody else in Lucy's life who loves her to the degree that I do and who now knows that even though there's never been any part of your life where you ever needed to care about this before, to see that you like stepped up to that was so awesome and to be so much more trusting of what we were at that time. Because we had really just been dating for five months at that time, five or six, I mean, if even. June, July, August, September, October, four. Yeah. So that was a very anchoring moment for us. And Lucy had these funny little vet socks because oh, they had to shave did. her for all of the IVs. Mm-hmm. So she had these little socks for a while. <laughs> it looked like it. That was intense. So that was before. What was the timing of that? I think that was before your birthday. That was earlier. That was like the first or second weekend in October, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then by the time it was your birthday, she was like all better. And so the weirdest thing to come out of that, which was almost like Lucy coming in handy and being the one to be like, you guys need to go for it by getting into the gum, was because I did have a lot of money in helping her I looked at the realistic future of okay well I'm trying to save right now in my life with the deficit I just hit I don't know if the city is going to be the most you know that's going to make the most economical sense for me and I might need to go and find a place in the suburbs and we had just been dating you love the city I didn't know if I was going to be able to afford a place in the city with what I was saving at that time. And we had to have that various, very, various, very serious talk of, all right, well, what do we know? Yep. We know that we care for each other like crazy. Mm-hmm. We know that we see a future with each other. Ironically, because at this time last year, we explicitly laughed on a recording yep. saying that it would never happen. Would never work out. Which, if you could go back even after I listened to it the awkward cringy laugh we had after saying that was so much really like <laughs> you stupid kids we're so dumb you stupid little kids mm-hmm. so I remember we were parked outside your apartment and we were thinking about looking at places together and we even came up on a place in Dundee Oh, yeah. That ended up when we kind of took the rose-colored oh, glasses yeah. off. We're like, that is a transplant mobile home. 
it was just really yeah it was short really really short, long really next really close to the neighbors yeah yeah it was a cute little so that house. was fun we were it was renovated for, which was cool. yeah we were looking for some new places and then that brings us to november so i start looking for a sublet yep and that's when we start looking at oh and we decided that you would just move in with me I was sitting on your couch, which you ended up making a nice little profit off of. Yep. <laughs> I was sitting on your couch, and I was looking around your setup, and you had double the closet space. And so Two I closets. thought yep. if you wanted to stay where you were, and your friends kind of dogged on me for how much you stayed at my place within the first four months that we dated. Yeah, I, yeah. That you really were paying rent in a place you didn't ever pop in. No. You showered here, what, like three or four times? Yep. In that time? Yeah. But you can't even blame me. It was the summertime. I was closer to the lake. I have no shame. Oh, yeah, we just hung out all the time. Yeah, we just hung out all the time. It was, yeah. So when I had that opportunity and I was staring in your room and I was like, this is perfect because I now get to get rid of this guilt that I'm trying to avoid that I've been paying for an expensive storage unit for four months. Yeah, and lo and behold, like the yin-yang that we are, I end up paying rent for a place I wasn't even living at for a couple months. Yeah. But we get it sublet. Two, yeah. And we make it work. And I move in, and it was... It was the middle of November. Yeah. We got everything situated and sorted out. I had to get rid of some of my things. You got rid of some of your things. We seriously downgraded. And then we spent the next, up until the present, living in a 425-square-foot studio, really getting to know each other well, going through the couple's gauntlet. We got COVID together after Thanksgiving. So when I moved in, I wanted to make sure, because I've been in small spaces before, my first apartment in the city was just a closet of a room. I mean, it was like a queen bed from wall to wall, and then I could turn one way out of my bed and have like three steps out the door. I mean, it was basically like tiny room. Mm -hmm. I mean, you remember it. At Winchester? Yeah. It was such such a small room. Yeah, you had a closet, a bed. Somehow you fit your desk in there at one point. I was like Harry Potter. I literally lived (laughs) underneath the stairs. Closet under the stairs, yeah. Yeah, because the wall caved up. Yes, it did. Sloped up. Yep. I was Harry Potter for a, for a summer. So when we moved in, the first thing I thought was we have to make sure there's something that dignifies what makes what we're doing more than just moving into a 425 square foot studio out of necessity. Sheer financial necessity. That we need to utilize yeah. the fact that we will never get this opportunity in our life to be this forced to be uncomfortable. Yep within this budding part of our relationship yeah and every step forward we're gonna look back at this and just appreciate the hell out of it and so i got this little from like i think it was like etsy it was this etched little sign that says k and a's hideaway Mm -hmm. it's hung up right here Mm -hmm. and the first day we brought some stuff in from mine we hung it up Mm -hmm. and i will say that i think that that has been a saving grace more often than not in terms of how small this place could feel. Because it really was nice to go through all of that and then here we are just making it work. 
And no matter what came up, we were going to figure it out together. And that's not always easy to do. So that was November. That kind of area. Lucy recovered. Two weeks after she gets out of the hospital. Are you going back to October? Well, it's just, you know, kind of cleaning it out a little bit. We go to stay at your parents' house and we go to my birthday dinner at um, a steak, what was it, Uh, Wildfire, which I do not like the seating there. I don't like that they have it like medieval times, like the Empire people are on the edge of the dining hall and then you have the people in the middle. I think it was Walk-In Fire because it was a sushi place. No, we went to Wildfire where we sat and the food was a little bit cold. Do you remember we were sitting on the... It was that big booth that was way too big for us. Oh, that was our date night, not yeah. your birthday party. Okay. That yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I'm saying the night that Lucy was at yeah. your parents' house. Oh, God. And yeah. she got into Baker's chocolate because it was in a lower cupboard. So what do we do? We call the vet again. Hey, we induce vomiting, whatever. So she's pacing. She's out of breath. She's, it just looked like... She had a death wish, which the vet actually said. She's like, what is Lucy trying to tell you guys? I know. And so we take her in, and then a day, or I guess even a couple hours after we checked her in, we get another phone call where it's like, I don't know what is going on, but Lucy's like a bionic dog. She just keeps coming back. Totally fine. She just keeps totally recovering. So that was crazy how much started to happen. Another stressful weekend. Yeah, I mean, it was just like we were getting shot, shot, shot. It was just... Everybody. Yeah, I mean, it was just crazy. It was like, what is going on? But who am I to put myself out there, have all these things come in my life, and then not sit here and go? I don't think we'd be even close to where we are now if we didn't go through that. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't I, I'm still undecided on that phrase. I still think that there's, I, I hear you though, you know what I mean? But I yeah. got I gotta push on something. Yeah. So we, we made it through the Lucy turmoil. Yep. And then anything for the other couple months, what was November? What kind of stood out with November? Well, Obviously just November, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving the end, and then yeah. we had COVID together. So we were just confined, which. That was the second time butt. we go to the cabin. Yep. That wasn't the first time when we camped that night. That was when we were actually in the cabin. Yep. And your dad taught me how to play the trump card. Up and down the river. Up and down the river with the trump card. Yep. So uh, just a classic card game. My family no really likes card games. And, yep. And to the man. we, uh, yeah, played, played some card games. You were more sick than you let on at that point. You were really feeling under the weather, and we spent Thanksgiving Yeah, there. that was before, yeah, because dinner was before the cabin. Yep. That was a tough day. Yep. Oh, wow. That was when I had the sweats that night. Yep. I, I remember waking up four different times where I was drenched. Yeah. And then I would wake up, pound uh, just bottle of water, go back to bed, drenched, wake yeah. up, do it again, and again, and again. Just trying to clean it out. Yeah, that was really terrible. I was soaked. It was the weirdest thing. And then thinking it was nothing but a cold, we go to your parents' house, and nothing is worse than not feeling anything but wanting to eat a ton of food on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Sitting down, 
feeling sick, having this plate full of food, thinking, does it look disrespectful? I'm not just like going into this right now. Yeah, but you did great. Nobody had any idea that you were as sick as you were. I've never seen somebody get so efficient at pie making until watching you and your mom just (laughs) crush what you told me has been a tradition forever. We love making pies, yeah. We usually make four or five pies just for our family of six because we have to have every flavor. You locked in. And this this is where I'm so confident in who we are now that I will totally unbox this right now live for the recording. When you locked into making pies and you were just so gung-ho and you were like, and I'm going to do this, 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 and this. I don't have that solid tradition that I grew up with because my family's just kind of a little bit more casual about all these things. Mm-hmm. We don't have these generational things that have been passed down. The most thing, the most uh, tradition that's been passed down is like pajamas before Christmas. You know, we all open, you know, set. Or something like that. You know, I think once someone tried to do the German pickle in the Christmas tree, which I didn't really catch. Yep. (laughs) So we don't really have anything. So I, up until, I think it was like the start of this year, I just had the worst perspective of things at times. And I viewed it like I'm at Allison's Thanksgiving. She's getting just so wrapped up in this tradition. And it just seems like... I'm kind of being forgotten about. And it was the worst perspective to have. Mm. And it's one of those where I look back at, I focus so much on my life and trying to, you know, be as professional as I can be. Uh, When it came to my sport, you know, get the technique down as best as I could. When it comes to family dynamics, and I don't mean to get kind of really heavy here and I want to keep rolling. I love that we're going through memories. When it comes to family dynamics, I have such a, I did have such a interesting hitch in how everything connected to how I was perceiving something. And it was kind of a toxic place. And so I brought that up and it was just the first moment I think of when we finally have figured out how to communicate better with each other where we really start to get an insight of I'm not trying to have these perspectives. It's just what's coming up and I'm going to speak on it. And I think when you get close with somebody who you start to get a little bit more deeper with, if you don't see their problems and their issues as something that they're also trying to work through and you see it as a hit on you, you end up creating a much longer process of figuring out a solution instead of just kind of having that compassion of obviously there's a misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. And I think that the only bad taste, so to speak, that came out of Thanksgiving was when I voiced just how I had felt at that time, you know, kind of just being on the sidelines. I didn't mean anything out of, you know, how dare you? Mm-hmm. It was just, this is new for me. I really don't know how to bring this up. And it's just what I'm feeling. And the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. I need to have these conversations with Mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to gain an advantage. I'm not trying to do anything other than just let, let you in a little bit and then have that kind of cultivate into something, Mm -hmm. have that grow. And so when it was something, what, what I learned is when it's something so close to home for you or anybody, 
anything that's not the only thing you've ever felt with it seems maybe like a threat. That if I've got this different viewpoint on it, then that means something's wrong. And that's not the case. It's just we haven't communicated enough to where we can see it from the same spot. And I speak on this live. Like I said, I'm confident kind of diving into this because we're finally at a place where we're doing that so well. And we're finally getting out of our own way when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. So I felt terrible. Not only after I was like, did I really somehow make this about me? But you've always been pretty understanding with, you know, I'm learning a lot. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of traditions and I'm appreciating it. And it was nice to be a part of it. And then I crushed Christmas cookies. Yeah. So, so going into December. Thanksgiving pies set me up to just be such a good sport when it came to Thanksgiving cookies. Yeah. Or Christmas cookies. Well, and I have other friends and family, other friends that have, I think, even more traditions around the holidays. But compared to your family, my family has so many for Christmas, for New Year's, like... There's things that we just always Which I always love do. Now. I now you get to join. Love. But before <laughs> I really saw it as not head to head. Like, you know, you had a happier life than mine growing up. It was more of just this is so great that I get to be a part of this now. Mm-hmm. And that's why and I, even, I I get I get like googly eyed over you traditions get, you get I like when love Bruce, them I love them when Bruce got a whiff of blood after going vegan <laughs> Finding Nemo reference that's what you looked like oh yeah I get, I get into it you have such a dopamine kick because there are it so many crazy. memories attached to those traditions year after year after year and so it's something that you get to hold in your heart without getting too holiday sentimental that transcends time you know just year after year you get to look forward to doing this and this and this and it changes a little bit but there are still things that we like to hold on to so yeah but that brings us to but you brought me in christmas yeah the christmas holidays and a, we get I'm to do the bug sometimes you know no i just poke to poke we get to do the spend some holiday events with my family, spend other holiday events with your family, so we do like the to, back and forth. Yeah, so your Thanksgiving was great. Yeah. And then we go to my sister-in-law's families. They always do a big Thanksgiving. They've got a good kind of setup. And one, someone made like a banana split dessert that I was just all about. Yo, yeah. It was, yeah. You were like, God, you have another piece of that? But jeez, man. I'm just not like, I don't like I banana, banana as much as you and your dad do. Oh, gosh, it's good. <laughs> I just, not you guys Laffy are Taffy. Monkeys. I, I was joking. The Laffy Taffy banana does not taste right. Just like artificial watermelon. Is no, but you like taste. banana based desserts. Yeah, because I'm. Banana featured I'm desserts. A monkey, apparently. Yeah. And that's why. Yep. So I was. Just all about that. You were, but I still yeah, you felt were pretty sick. It. I still felt a little sick. And yeah. you had green jello, which your family also makes green jello. We do. That was the weirdest thing to see. Although, what it's was different Midwest about thing. yours? You add. Pineapple. Pineapple, mm-hmm. yes. So, green jello. This yep. is awesome. I love going back on these memories. This is, this is just incredible. So, 
we gave everyone COVID. So we ended up... We did up, not give everyone COVID. So, so I didn't know I was sick. And, well, I felt sick, but I just thought it was cold. And we come back from the Thanksgivings, and we're just kind of hanging out that night back in Barrington. But then the next day, we go to the cabin. Or did we go to... We didn't go to the cabin that night. We I came cannot, back to Barrington. I cannot remember... I can't remember the timeline. Okay. Like, I can't remember it at Inconsequential. all. Inconsequential. doesn't matter. So, we go to the cabin at some point, and that was where it was just like, okay, great. Thanksgiving festivities, you know, your dad and your brother went out hunting. It still kind of felt in the weather, so I was like, you know, I'm just going to chill. Just chill. Just hang out by the fire that you don't regulate because it's old time, so it's either too cold or too hot. It's a wood-burning stove in the cabin. Yeah. It's just either... You're sweating or you can't even... Yeah, you can't regulate it. You relaxed. just enjoy, yeah. yeah. So we're playing cards in a close proximity. I learned a game that, honestly, I think at the time of learning it is really your dad's way of qualifying if somebody's smart enough to hang out with your family. Because the rules that go into that game are so nonsensical mm-hmm. when they're laid out in front of you. But when you get it going, there is that definite pattern to it. But the way that you win almost is... Do nothing, bet zero, do one maybe. It's basically just use a deck of cards. You give everybody up the river, down the river, so it's a number of cards that get dealt, and you go up to eight, right? So you essentially have like eight rounds, and you have to match either the suit or the number, but just, different cards can... Yeah, you... Yep. Yeah, and so if somebody puts down a different suit from the car that's flipped up, kind of like war, then it takes it in this whole direction. The reason I'm mindlessly <sighs> explaining it is because it is that confusing. So, we're playing this game. I'm picking up like crazy. I feel like I'm Rain Man just staring at my hand like I'm totally keeping up. I'm going to crush it. Did not win one of the games, but I didn't lose any of them. And we come back to your house the next day, and someone got a German... Was it a German cake? Because it was somebody's... Was it your dad's birthday? Just because you guys had a cake? I, I can't remember. So was anyway, that the night we had cake? Everyone's eating cake. Nice. Nice save. I can't oh, remember. okay. Is that the night? So cake's real? No, I can't remember. Cake. I can't C-A-K-E. remember. We had cake? So everyone was eating cake, and I had... Mixed nuts? Just mixed nuts instead. Because I was like, I don't, I don't want cake. So I'm just eating mixed nuts out of the bag, and your dad had some too. And I tasted them. And within the hour and a half that it took from, from Elgin to the city that day, I lost my sense of smell. And I lost my sense of taste. Mm-hmm. And so we go to Walgreens that night. It was a late night. That guy asked if we wanted magazines. And that was yeah. weird. So on the way out, I was just like, what would, it would be kind of interesting if, because I don't like ignoring people in the city. It's tough. I feel bad. Yeah, you're so always walked, good at at least saying something, which is nice. I'm not so we, good. Yeah, we walked past him, totally ignoring him, because I was kind of freaking out. I was like, oh, no, the disease. Oh, yeah, we got COVID tests, and we got yeah. some flu medication. The disease. Yeah, yeah. We might have it. So we go and do the at-home test, and on the way out, I wanted to go out of my way to kind of show that we had bought it, because I'm even in my head about, like, I don't want this guy to think that we're just that self-absorbed. Mm-hmm. And we're like, whatever. Mm-hmm. That it's actually... And then what did he say? He said, God bless both of you. Yeah, something, yeah. <laughs> like, on the, as God we're speed. Yep. Good luck. So we both test positive. And we text the whole group chat. And your dad ends up having COVID too. Yep, and then your brother got it. Yep. So we, so we go through the whole week of just 
it the just fog. really just bad flu symptoms, but we were quarantining together and, you know, work was pretty, pretty mellow after the holiday for Thanksgiving. So for the whole week we were just kind of resting and, you know, using a lot of Kleenex and just treating it like we would a flu. And we did both lose our taste of our taste and smell, which was a weird feeling. And then we eventually came out of it. It probably took like six or seven days. And then, you know, after that, it was like, okay, we had it. We're, we're good. And then now we're into December. We couldn't taste anything. And we just kept doing like hot lemon water. Over yeah, for the for like the throat symptoms. I was trying to sniff the like garlic chicken seasoning that we have with my heart's content. Mm-hmm. Just, just to get some, some smell. Couldn't at all it was the weirdest thing to think out of my five senses i've only got three of them right now mm-hmm. yeah we did the orange peel the tiktok thing that you said you basically put it directly on the burner yeah just fry the thing yeah i don't even know if that worked or we don't know or I, if it was the essential oils or if it was nothing yeah so if it was just timing yeah. So that was a struggle that was kind of because we know you know people not me but didn't your brother's girlfriend say that she knew somebody where it was like six months. She didn't get her smell. taste um, and smell all the way back for like four months after she had COVID, yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it was just so weird to like... But there were... But what do we... I mean, right away we're like, well, we'll just eat healthy now because it doesn't matter. You can't taste anything. Might as well just mm-hmm. finally eat the foods that you don't eat because they don't taste good. When we wanted to eat, yeah. We got loose just out of like... Oh, yeah, that was so sad. We We couldn't even taste it. It was just texture. Yeah, it was just like, you know what, let's just throw it That was weird. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Eating Lumanatis without tasting it, I felt like it was sacrilegious. I know. So then December, and really that was just Christmas time, and we house sat over New Year's, so we spent a good amount of time in the suburbs. And that was fun. That was Operation Max Slim Down. Yep. Which kind of worked a little bit. He's a, you know, he's a, he's got a romper on him. He's a little sausage. But the weirdest thing about Max, and this is what I have to respect him and my brother and sister-in-law for, is when we were like, yeah, you know, we just thought he was a little rompy. So we cut his food down a little bit because he's actually eating the same as Lucy and he's smaller than her. By like 25 pounds. Yeah. And he started to throw up when we cut his food down and we called them and we were like we don't know what's going on and they're like oh yeah it's this really weird thing he does when he doesn't eat enough food he throws up i was like that is the first time i've ever heard that that would cause the other now that was so a, max that must was... be like a miracle dog but it worked i mean he looked pretty good when we left we went on a couple walks which was good mm-hmm. but that was nice other than the fact that max is also the stickiest hair known to man so staying at their very, place very shitty we dog. came back with so much dog hair yeah on everything <laughs> but it was nice to get out of the tiny little studio it was a little, it was fun a it was a great living. time yeah it was a really great time yeah um, and then back in the city for the new year's how are we doing on time there's more of it okay i didn't know if we wanted to do like part one part two because we're only f- We've still got four months to go. We haven't done this in nine months, so 
I just want to keep going. I really like... We're in a good role. We are. Okay. So, January 2022. Okay. Wait, how was Christmas? Christmas was great. We, we didn't... I didn't join your family yet for presents. But no, your no one has. brother's girlfriend, five years? They've been yep. dating? No one Not has. Not yet either. No. But that's also because her family lives in Dixon, Illinois, which is like... 90 minutes away and so it just kind of works out that it's like an afternoon see the significant other on Christmas Day kind of thing. But you let me in on your tradition of your family keeps all the really nice boxes in like pristine condition (laughs) and you got like a present wrapping station. Yep. So that was cool to see you just go to work in your little craft shop. And you joined for Christmas lunch. Oh that was when I was so sick that day. You and were I was sick having again. Like stomach issues at your house. That was just one of those like behind the scenes. You laugh about it as a couple because people. Are you sure it was then? Because I know it was for Thanksgiving too. You yeah, were I'm sick. Just disgusting, I think. Okay. <laughs> well, you just had some some colds, some flus. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So that was a cool tradition to be part but of. But Christmas Eve day, I was with your family. You remember Christmas yeah, we Eve do. day, we and do then I left. on Christmas Eve. Yep. Yeah. I'm trying to we think. got uh, the best gift. Christmas? Oh An yeah, espresso. we got that. No, we got that way early because they had to get their the Bears tickets. Yeah. So when we, why did they miss the game? Because of us. Kenny had COVID. Kenny, yes. So because Kenny got COVID, he couldn't go to a Bears game that Lisa. His wife got him for his birthday, and we thought it'd be a good idea to get for Christmas the tickets that they should have gone to. And I think they actually ended up getting better seats. We got them better seats, yeah. So Grant, you know, the Bears had a terrible showing last season, but it's still <laughs> the Bears. So they got to go to a game. We and that was them. like a whole that was, that a, was a whole evening, which was really fun. Where did we go to dinner. We went to <sighs> the place in Old Town. That we liked. Oh, poor house. Poor house. Very good place. Yep, so that was that they was great. Called you my ex. His name. Yeah, great. And you yep. handled it like a champ. But your sister called me has called me your ex's name twice. And we're growing and we're moving <laughs> on and we're learning. But we're I can living. just give that as an excuse of it's just Amity. Right. Love her, but it's Amity. So. Anyway. That was the only. See, <laughs> is it weird that when I look at. So tell me the your, families keep it even for let's us. Let's take a small little. I'm not going to say break, but let's let's subset this really quick and say what are your initial thoughts on if, on a pattern basis, when I look back at moments, I always try to find the bad taste. I I will justify it as, I am trying to uproot it, to make sure mm-hmm. that whenever I look back, it's ironed out. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Well, I see that now after the many discussions we've had about it. Because the... Right. I, like, but, looking back at the poorhouse memory, it's such a good feeling. Oop! Except that. I totally forgot that even happened. Okay. Well, shame on me. No, it's okay. So, you do. You try to take it out. You try to uproot it so it doesn't grow roots. And I think is, that's just your upbringing. I'm a wood, you know? I'm a wood gene. I'm a sternaman by name. My mom's, you know... Comes from that You're farm wood. life. What type of tree? I'm a wood. Maybe that's just the farming blood in me. 
you know? Yeah. Respect the soil. Uproot <laughs> the bad weed. So that was a good night. We ended up taking them. Traffic was terrible. Oh, I've God, never so seen Chicago that way. I'm, well, I've never been in Michigan Avenue on, you know, 6.30 before Bears game. Lakeshore. And Michigan We ended Avenue. up, yeah. Yeah, Lakeshore We ended up just walking. Yeah, they around. ended up just walking, which was nice. But they saw our little studio. And we ended up then, getting a cool little view of the game right before they, we picked them up. We saw into the stadium. We could hear it. That was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Around at the, bend. right where the planetarium and that whole yeah. field museum. So they really stuff. loved that. And that was your idea. And you made them these cool little handwritten tickets. It did. Because I mean, you, you, you can't really... It electronically give someone tickets because everything's on your iPhone now. Unless so. you get season tickets and they send them to you. Right. It's like little ticket stubs. Right, but it's cool. Yeah, so I tried to make that and that was kind of a theme for the gifts that we gave as well. Yeah, those were cool. Like little ticket stubs. Yeah. I love, so love giving that. an experience as opposed to a thing because I think at our age it gets to the point where if somebody wants a thing it's either going to be out of our price point. Right. Because they haven't bought it yet. Yeah, like a like a MacBook. Yeah. Or like a shark vacuum or something. You know, something that's going to be... Or Or they're just going to buy it for themselves. So I think giving experiences to adults is the way to go. Well, we got our... uh, I almost said our mom. Look at us. We we got my mom, Pino's palette. Yep. For the, you know, wine and paint thing. Yep. I don't think she's used it yet. Not yet. Is there an expiration on those? No. Okay, good. So we did go And your dad. We got the comedy show, so we go and see TJ Miller. That was so good. Who did we see before TJ Miller? We went with your dad to see Louis C.K. in the fall. Boom. So now we're becoming like the go to comedy show couple, which I love. And I love going with your family because they have they're just so they're just such such fun to be around. But we get so Louis C.K. was a whole evening, which was really fun yeah, in the went fall. To we went out Baba to Reba. dinner beforehand with your dad and super, his associate, and super salty. Yeah, but so good. We were so bloated for like two days after. Yeah, and we were like, "What the hell did we eat?" And it was like, "Oh, paella." And that was such a good <laughs> like, venue too. That was such a good yeah. venue. So I want to go I through the comedy shows. Thought the folding chairs was a little uncomfortable, but. I, I like, like the, the size of the venue, I should okay. say. I like the size of the venue. We were close. We had good, good seats. Yeah, we had good seats. Yeah, folding chairs with I'm our sorry, frame. I'm sorry, where are you going? I didn't mean to. No, I just wanted to... So we did that comedy show, and then... Can I just get a quick pounder for, for just uh, grooving Tuvin yeah. right now? Okay. And then we got your dad and his girlfriend tickets to... And we got a like VIP table because with Kenny the four was of going us. With his because friends. Kenny and Lisa were already going. Yeah. So we made it all work and we got like a VIP table, which well, was our, so fun. And we get bonus points because we got the VIP table thinking that Kenny and Lisa would take it with my dad and his girlfriend. But then he ended up going with friends, so we got we got to, to sit the at the table. VIP table. Because we were gonna switch tickets with yes. Kenny and Lisa. Yes. Because it was a better experience. Yes. Uh, and we went to dinner beforehand, which was always good. We went to... Oh, we went to the... It wasn't... Was it the Wildfire in Schaumburg? Uh, or was it like a steakhouse? It was... I, I forget the name, but I remember exactly where we were sitting. We were talking about... They had just gone and visited my sister, so yep. we were kind of recapping that. And yep. then 
just kind of super good food. We got getting still that, in that like uh, you're that getting acquainted night. closer with my family. I mean, it's just all they were always good conversations. We got two bottles of wine. Oh yeah, between the three of awesome. us, you was, and me Canis, and your dad. They weren't. No, they. Weren't, I don't think so. But it was good, and yeah, it was good. dinner was great. And then we go to the VIP, and the two openers were really good. And mm-hmm. at the venue, you have to buy a certain amount of food and drink, also. Yeah. So then we got more drinks and snacks. We did that comedy and show. And I right. haven't been that tipsy, I think, or drunk since then because we didn't what? drive home. Your dad drove your car because we had had so many drinks. That's right. And Sue we, followed in the Tesla. Yes, and we were just giggling, and it was it was a great time. We it was were fun. actually, yeah, we were having we a good were, conversation. Yep. TJ Miller, really funny. And such a good venue. There's I, we need to go back to that venue because it was so Kirk great Fox to sit that. and eat at a table and be close. And I'm only saying it's a great venue because of the last comedy show that we went to just recently was a massive venue, and there's very little interaction with an audience when you're in a giant arena. But there's a trade-off with that. There is a trade-off. You get so you get to appreciate that there's so much more structure and presentation to it that when it's a smaller venue and they lean back more into if they can interact with the crowd, it's almost like you get to see a a better professional at work. It's a different performance type. It is. And I respect that one more more. because it's saying to the audience, I know that there's going to be so many different types of people out there, Mm -hmm. but I've put so much thought and I've curated these jokes so well with the timing that it's going to land with every person. Yeah. Whereas in these smaller venues, it's kind of like, and then I'll stimulate the crowd a little bit if it's not going so with someone like Tom it, Segura, it's it was just different just though. It's amazing. not one is one is better than the other. It's just different. Opinion wise, for my own personal state, you like the arena better. I like the arena better because I view it as I'm sitting there watching somebody teach the structure of a set instead of watching somebody who's been doing it for so long just be comfortable. And it's going to be funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Okay. It's just different, like I said. So I liked watching Tom Segura. But much like Louis C.K. had that similar presence to like Kirk Fox, I also think it's cool when you can hear somebody set if they've been in like major television. Mm-hmm. Is there's that extra layer of like, oh yeah. I'm the man. Or film. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's a there's a little added there than if you're just kind of somebody going around on sets. Yeah. So a little off pace there. So that's January. TJ Miller was great, too, because he was selling dark chocolate peanut butter, which I have not purchased, but I thought it was yeah. kind of funny. And then I watched, I was looking at somebody's post about another comedy set, and somebody was selling, like, a sauce like a spice and I'm like what is with these comics that are promoting like condiments is it like a oh yeah joke in the industry I like, don't know you know what you gotta do man get yourself a you know pickle brand mm-hmm. start slinging some pickles before and after yeah. the show yeah but TJ Miller was good it was so funny 
We gotta go back to that venue. I think. So I've where where are you at now? Where are we going next? So this is January. So the other exciting thing in January was Orlando. So your sales meeting. Yes. Where you came and visited. Universal. Towards the end of it. Weekend. We got to enjoy. Oh, we've been busy. Some warm weather. Hung out with my cousin. Ish. Met his girlfriend. We had all you can eat sushi and it was amazing. Oh my. But we ate too much. It was too much. The the general consensus. It was too much. My life. (laughs) Eating so much sushi (laughs) that my taste buds turned off. Yep. When? I'm allergic to sushi. Every time I eat more than 80 <laughs> sushis, I puke. <laughs> so, right when we sat down, we were told that every piece you don't eat, they will actually count on top of your bill. Yeah, they charge you a dollar for it or something crazy. So, what was really funny was when we ordered the fourth plate. Oh, God. The fourth plate. The fourth plate of, like, eight rows of sushi. At we least. We had, like, maybe, do you think it was 200 pieces between the four of us? Do you think that's too 200, much? 200, we each had 50. Come on. I honestly don't think that's far-fetched. If you think it about how many, how many times you put chopsticks towards grabbing something, I, think it was 50 I would times. go, I think I did it 50 times. I Maybe you did. I would say and it was definitely sake, between 150 to coconut 200 sake. pieces. Yeah. Oh, I missed the original flavor. Oh, God. <laughs> Why'd they add coconut? Why'd they add coconut? Um... So it was definitely between 150 and 200 pieces. The guy comes over and he just like counts thinks, in his head. No, he thinks he's being like so discreet, but he's leaning over just like looking at the plates, and I look up and I go, "Oh, they'll be gone." Yeah. We had just slowed down. Yeah, we and asked we for the check. Like we were gonna puke, but I was like, "They're gonna be gone. Don't you worry about us." Well, and I think our whole goal was you were like, "We are gonna make this restaurant feel like fools for oh, yeah. charging us thirty dollars." <laughs> A sushi place thinks that they can back charge what you don't eat. Y'all gonna look like a fool <laughs> with when I'm done. So I just we definitely had to have we definitely had our money's worth. But it was yeah Orlando. I felt so it was sick good. that night. It was good totally sushi. worth it. That it was a really good time. It was great to meet your cousin. I introduced and his girlfriend them to the Penguins Madagascar movie. Yeah, which was just oh yeah a we great did watch night. that. That's a good movie. So funny. Kevin, was, bake on. Yes. Drew, Barry, more power. Yes. Oh, Elijah, so good. would you go and turn that? Yes. Thank you. Oh, so good. Those were, oh. It's a good movie. It's a great film. John Malkovich and anything is going to just. Steals the really, show. Really take it. If John Malkovich ever wins an Oscar, I will be a very wealthy man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, John Mellencamp. Oh, shoot. If, if somebody gives you 10,000 to one, you odds, take that. You take that. <laughs> um, so and then we went Orlando to Universal. Orlando good. Universal, Universal cloudy day, day, rainy day. We, we, es- we, we tried to escape the rainy. Chicago winter, and we ended up just getting rainy weather. I had to buy a sweatshirt there because it was cold. You love the Transformers ride. We did that. You ate that twice, ride three up. times. Yeah, I've never I seen some. I've never <laughs> seen you so giddy about a ride, about anything. I Not love that action event. Like I it love that cool. action stuff. I like I the Universal so cool. didn't hide or didn't step away from that obvious sell that they would have to build a ride like that. Put me in a movie. Yeah. That was so cool to feel like we were part of it. And what I liked about the Transformers was. The Harry Potter was a little like herky jerky because it's already there's a big gap between our world and some wizarding like dragons flying you. around, flame balls and everything. Transformers, 
we were going a million miles an hour on a city street. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In a thing that felt like a car. As opposed to riding a dragon. So they, right. So they, yeah. like, I think had a little closer gap to bridge. Yeah. But fast but pass was, because it was of all my good. work. Yep, thank you. They had some event with clients, so they had these leftover fast passes. Anybody going to Universal, buy the fast pass. Yep. Not worth waiting around. It's not. Not at nope. all. It's not worth it. Don't don't kill yourself and your time by yep. just sitting in a line. Yep. So we went on a couple rides a couple times. That was fun to just go through twice. You feel like you got to own own a little piece of the park. I don't like park food. When we went to like but, the Simpsons themed place, yeah, it is so what that it is. was You're that was is what it is. Again, but the, with the Harry bad taste. Potter Again, food, with the, literally the bad taste. No, don't I literally think about pile it. Out the Come bad on. taste about the park. The Harry Potter experiences were awesome. I'd never been to any Orlando. What is it? Park butter before. beer. You got butter beer. Butter beer. We got the fudge, which was really good. Peanut yeah. butter fudge. We saw everybody using their wands to yep. activate the water and everything. And I think we spent a good amount of money on souvenirs, but not too much. We came back yeah. with a couple, key, like quite a few keychains, but that was great. Got yep. some gifts for the fam. We did. Got some, you know, kind of niche food from Harry Potter World and things. But yeah, it was rainy, so all the outside rides were pretty much closed down. But we got mm. to go to both parks, which I, after. T- telling some of my friends that we went to both they were like oh wow you got to go to both like i think most people only do one a day so that the was really cool coaster. which was Get i think out. one of the best if not the best roller coaster i've ever been on in my life yeah so good you gotta go to cedar point you gotta try okay. the dragster let's go it's just a straight up curves boom down spirals as you're going straight down oh jesus it was at one point the fastest roller coaster in america ever ever Ever. 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 Not what? What? <laughs> so, we saw Gru in the Minions. Oh, yeah. The puppets kind of came out towards the end of the day when we were leaving. Velocicoaster was cool. We had to wait, though, for, like, some technical... Oh, my God. They had to run, yeah, like, that three was, through. That was annoying. We And we were the... We were next in line. We saw that one guy that was, like, 5'3". Who looked like he was part of the park. Do you remember we pointed that guy out? We're like, that's a really small man. Mm-hmm. And then we saw that one small woman who had the body of a 12-year-old, but looked like she was like 25. Yeah. If I can't talk about people watching at a, at a massive park, why are we going? Yeah. The people watching There's nothing wrong something. with that. It's just, we were waiting in line. I was like, oh, nice. Small people. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Go Florida. So that was a that was a really fun weekend, an Orlando weekend. Spent some time with your family down there, your aunt, uncle. Got yeah. brunch at a really great place. We got a souvenir coffee mug. We actually we kind love. of totally, I'd say Chicago'd their ass. Why? When we asked for that mug, because I felt like you know what, we're going back to Chicago. Yep. I <laughs> see something that I want to take back with me. How much for this mug? It's, it's super an cool. Awesome mug. And they're like, well, we don't sell them here. Oh, really? Then why do you have a display of 10 by the bar? 20 bucks, walked out with one. It was great. But if you're not going to take a customer that's Advantage. literally saying, I will pay you for this that you clearly have a stock of, missed opportunity. But that was kind of cool. It was great. That was a, and it was a good it. brunch, and it was a great group. And I personally love those moments. Yeah. You don't expect it at all, you take it. 
and now I'm drinking out of it right now. Yeah. Great mug. Great mug. Was able to see my aunt in Florida. Haven't had that since she moved. I mean, she's up all the time working with my dad. She travels weekly, but just to go and see my uncle, too, because I don't see him often. Yep. But then when I say, and I don't know if you remember this, but I said it looked like the Marengo house just in Florida. Yeah. yeah, I I mean, there was just so much of that, like, because my uncle used to watch my brother, sister, and I. Yeah. Because my parents worked all the time. So that was kind of cool just to be like, this feels familiar. Transplanted. Yeah. This feels like back in the day. Yeah. And they cooked us a really wonderful meal. Yeah. That was good. It was like almost like a really good Italian, right? It was like spaghetti. Yeah. Like a scampi, like a shrimp type thing. It was so good. Scampi. Shrimp scampi. Give a Chicago some scampi. Yep. (laughs) Some chicken alfredi. Some, Some shrimp scampi. So that was a really good trip, and again, we fly together. We went United home, American home. We got to figure out if we're going to go it was American a, or it United was American. forward. I'm an American man. We can I'm switch a United it up. Girl. The reason I don't like United is because their boarding process just seems kind of pretentious to me. It isn't once you get status on it. It's I just, as easy. an American, it's like you're pretty much after group four and everyone gets it you know whether you're group four or group nine just we're in this together united is like you're not one or two sit down sit down well we can talk about that later okay we'll figure it out that's my little apparently you can transfer your status from airline to airline pretty easily okay so if we wanted to look into that but anyways so orlando was great yep and now we're in february Okay. Which I can't really think of anything exciting that happened in February. The other thing was when you visited during the work week, there was a coworker at the time that thought your name was Bonnie, which I think is just hilarious. Oh, yeah. Because you were wearing like a very much Bonnie esque, like. Blouse? Yeah. A blouse? <laughs> He's like, what? Bonnie? I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was really. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. So yeah, I got to meet your coworkers, which was awesome. Yeah, that was that was fun, and we come back from Orlando. Then what? What happened? in... it was a late. That was mid January. Uh, like end of January. Yeah, and then it's your, and then it was just kind of looking forward to your sales meeting, which I didn't come which visit was, yep, during. But then I had to go back to Florida for a like a trade show almost. Yep. But I don't want to talk about work. Yeah. No, No, this is our memories. Well, my work um, sales meeting was at the end of February, February, which was awesome. It was really fun. I got to meet all my new co-workers. You're crushing it. it You're totally, you're a total hit with your company. Yeah. You're the wonderkin. Something. Coming up. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully I can keep that. Absolutely. So that was really fun. And then... March. March. We February. went to the really Museum quick. of Science and Industry. Yeah, that's one a good weekend. one. But really quick, because this is where things aren't always, you know, sunshines and rainbows. Valentine's Day. We had this reservation at this restaurant that for the longest time I wanted to preserve is like our little bubble. Oh, yeah. That we had this one restaurant that we wouldn't take friends or coworkers to. It would just be our little, like, anniversary place, our little reservation place. And 
what was so ironic about that is every time we brought that up to people, you did get that feeling of like the like okay, that's new. I've never heard of that before, and we had so much pride in it. And because of timing of just issues that would come up or conversations that we couldn't really come to a close, mm-hmm. we end up going to this restaurant and we can't stand it now. So yeah, that was it such has a, like, like bad a weird, juju now. Yeah, that was such a weird slap in the face of like, that's life for you. Like anytime you come out But I thought swinging, it was, I never really liked. You liked the Brussels sprouts. I didn't really connect to any of their main course dishes. Yeah. And they have a pretty, like, a pretty sim- simplified menu. Really good, but simplified menu. Well, let's remember that the so only reason I, don't really I feel went like we need to was lose it. happenstance. I walked Lucy and was like, oh, nice yeah, looking restaurant. Yeah, because it was really close away. to your old apartment. The only reason yeah. that, that ended up becoming whatever it was while it was. Yeah. So that was kind of a nice little... When life puts that, you know, very pleasant lesson in front of you that mm-hmm. goes... Watch yourself. Watch, Watch yourself. yourself. Watch yourself. Be careful there. Don't mm-hmm. speak too soon. Yep. So that we don't really have that place anymore. Nope. But that was Valentine's Day. And despite doing either nothing or the cliche thing, as Ryan would say, I want to be a guy that gets you flowers on no days of the year. That's sort of how our Valentine's Day ended up. Yep. But we're bigger than that. So... We just kept going. I mean, the trips slowed down a little bit, and it became a little bit more work-focused. But there's always a little bit of that work focus. What's nice about what we do is it's a lot of setup, and then we'll get pulled in different directions. But for the most part, we can apply a lot of what we do well with, like, strategy before going for it, you know? Yeah. And I think that... If there's anybody that is in a place where they feel there's kind of a mundane routine, like I've had those roles where, you know, show up to a basically a call center and just call your balls off all day, you know, fine tune the strategy part of life because that's such a good quality. Education aside, education gets you the resume, which gets you the interview. Yeah. Being able to show strategy and that you can, what you taught me and what your boss even told you was, you got to tell a story. Tell a story. Oh, you're golden. Tell a story. Yeah. Sometimes I think interviews go so south, can't tell a story when you were interviewing. Yeah. Just overhearing how well you can piece everything together. Oh, thanks. I say interviews loosely because when you're in sales, every time you're going to sit down with somebody, you're kind of interviewing to yeah. be their supplier. Oh, yeah. And you're interviewing to every be the candidate. Every conversation, interaction, you are being evaluated. So it's, When yeah, I go absolutely. and sit down to do an office visit, I'm being interviewed. Yeah. They want to make sure that if a problem comes up, I'm concise enough in my messaging that I can actually provide the support they need. Whereas if I get so caught up in what my qualifications of why this is how many years, they don't care. Yeah. They don't care what I've done. They care how I'm going to help them today. Yeah. And that simplifies a lot for me. So seeing you go into some industry that's really close to mine and mm-hmm. having kind of that feedback and bounce back has been kind of nice. Mm-hmm. So work has been really in a good groove for yeah. both of us. We've been doing well. And I think... March in Chicago, some of you will know, is such a long month. February and March really drag on. The weather's super unpredictable. We really didn't need to use the shovels. 
which was very surprising. We didn't really need to use the shovels that we got. Nightmare. Yeah. So, and it's really hit or miss and it just kind of drags on and like you can have some sunny days and some not, but I will say one good thing to come out of March is we have a new place that we are moving into in June. Woo woo. Bam. So that's exciting. And we get to stay in Lincoln Park area and we, we get saw to go like somewhere bigger. We saw three places. And then one morning you went for a walk, saw a sign get put up in the front lawn. Yep. And then that afternoon we got a showing. Yep. And we signed that night. That night because we loved it. I love it. I know that it is still a smaller place. I think that conceptually it's a good layout. I like that it's technically still just a large studio and doesn't even have a bedroom door. But I like the structure of it. It's got the nest feel. I think if you can get a good nest feel, you're golden. Plus, you can't beat street view. Yep, and top floor. I like being able to look out and not see a brick wall of a multi-million dollar house. Next door, yeah. So that'll that'll be really exciting. We get to buy some new furniture and have some new setup to it and have get a, a sectional space get a sectional convince you that a love sack is needed no we will be buying a 900 dollars beanie bag someday not soon how can you not buy something that makes you feel like you're floating it's the space issue i just i don't see how the space works you can't do here's it here's what we do i invent a pulley system that when it's not in use, it's suspended in the air. And then we have all of the floor space that we need. And then when we need it, drops floating. It's impractical, I know. We'll but one it. day we'll get there. Oh, I have no doubt that we will get there. Just probably not in this place. Seems like a good landlord. I'm excited. I think it'll be great. And I'm so glad that we're still in the location. Cause getting a bigger, uh, getting location. a bigger place is just going to be very much needed. It's going to be so very great. Very well deserved. It's going to be so great. We've started to do a lot of good Costco runs. I feel like we've got Monthly that Monthly Costco runs now. So what's interesting to me is we get to like February, March. And April, I don't even think, I don't even feel comfortable looking back hindsight at this point. We're On in April? It. Yeah. I mean, we're in it. What really? You know, we've been getting we've been getting back in hot yoga. Things are coming together for the future, which in due time, pray tell. Is that <laughs> you don't hear that often? Pray tell. <laughs> yeah. Anymore. So what I think is Costco interesting runs. is we get to February, March, and then I mean we've just been going. Like work has been kind of a big piece of it. And we we can start running by the lake now with yeah. the weather, so that's been that's been really. But fun. we have legit these past few weekends have had, and this weekend was tough because it was Saturday, gorgeous out, eighty degrees, but we had no desire to do anything because we this are last busting our week ass was so long to actually come into a weekend like yeah. holy balls, this is crazy. We're so tired that when you really and we're saving, we're doing all the good things. We are that when we you're have doing our trip all these things. Yeah. Oh yeah. We booked. When did we book that? When was that? Beginning of the year. I would say January. Yeah, we booked that. January, for, and we started we're budgeting. We're doing like the stupid tourism. It's not group stupid. Thing. It's gonna be great. We're doing Come like, on. We're doing this is like, for your comfort. We're doing like the midlife crisis. No, trip it's not. Like it's young adults. A couple that's like, you know it's what? I don't really adult. know the area, so let's just go and like find somebody who can tell us where to go. It's young adult. So we're doing, but we play. We paid, so we don't have to do hostile style. Hostile. 
Hostile. Hostile. I think of it spelled. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it'll I be great. We are going at the end of August. No, beginning of beginning of September. I'm sorry. Beginning of September. It's a 10 day trip. Okay. We got our flights, and yes, we are going with a tour tour group, but we have an agenda then. So everything's basically planned out. Yeah. All of our accommodations. Meals, we'll get some free time to do some things. We are going to Venice and then that's Munich. That's it. No, sh- that's it. Oh. That's got to be, we got to, the reveal's got to be worth it. Oh, okay. So we're going to a couple of different want, countries in Europe. I don't want my stalkers there. to follow me to Europe. Okay. You think I'm trying to get murdered? Come on. But we're, we're very excited. It'll be, it'll be awesome. It'll be good. It'll be and so fun. what I, I'm also excited for is the other day we were watching a Big Bird documentary and we saw the Great yeah. Wall of China, to which you have oh, not yes. been. yes. Yep. Lo and behold, there's a plan for us to visit another place together yep. for which you have not already experienced yourself, yep. Miss Worldly. Yep. So that was a really good, oh. That'll be so fun. Another plan. Yep. Let's go China. So, life's been just going, and I'd say right now the only real stress that I have is Lucy's getting older, and whether it's a drop or a, a blowback from the toxicity of the gum or just something serious, more serious, I'd say. Little old girls having some seizures. We've got her on, apparently. Just giving them human seizure medication is the way to go. So, she's been doing well, but that's going to be tough. She's yeah. such a huge part of my life. Yeah. But we got to enjoy the hell out of it. We take her everywhere we can. Yep. We do nice little night trips around the city to see your favorite view. Yep. <laughs> and just kind of take it day by day. We're we excited for the summer, Chicago summer. We had a work trip that we were able to coordinate with each other, and when we went out to dinner, I was driving around, and that day I was looking at my dash, and I was just thinking, when you get in a good groove on the highway, and you're really just kind of feeling the traffic around you, and that's how fast you're going, and you're kind of staying in relation to, like, obviously there are other cops here, and you're kind of staying in tune with all that, I was like, okay, so... RPM, you need to know how the engine's performing because if you're going past five, six, seven, too long, you're going to overheat it. So you got to know how that is. But that's also if you know a car pretty well, you can hear it and feel it. But then when you look at the speedometer, if there wasn't a speed limit and if we were all rational people that knew not to obviously go 60 miles an hour in a 25 mile an hour neighborhood, then speedometers really are just a way for us to kind of stay aware I guess that it's a good learning tool if you're learning how to drive. But as you get older and you really start to feel a car, how often do you really look at a speedometer unless you're not trying to get pulled over? Mm-hmm. So I just went total, like, you know, law enforcement, you got to stay safe, all these things. But if people were reasonable, we wouldn't have to have all these things to keep us in line. And I'm just thinking, realistically, in an ideal world, do you need... A speedometer and I had just said that sentence alone to you while we're at sushi when it was a college town so it was just some small little sushi place and we were so close to other tables that when I said that did you feel before that they chimed in to our conversation the people next to us that they were kind of like listening to what we were saying no did you feel that from the two people beside us well only because night? 
Only because the people on the... Well, we were sitting very close to them, first of all. It was very easy to overhear Yeah, so we go to the sushi place. But and we're what like had happened was... Eight inches from the tables to our left and our right. I mean, yeah. it, was, it looked like we were speed dating. Yeah. It was close. But everyone outside was walking around in these fancy dresses and everyone was dressed up. And we were like, what is going on? And somehow, I don't know if I said it aloud or I was like, something has to be happening. Like, this isn't just like Thirsty Thursday. And the people to our right... They are my left, your right. They were like, Yeah, there's a formal. Yeah, she said, like, I don't even I don't need to be eavesdropping. But there's a formal. So anyway, yeah. It was just close quarters. It was very close. So then I I just say to you, which I I'm gonna be honest, you you can believe me or not, but I knew this I totally understood the situation and I was like, you know what? These are probably like freshmen, sophomore, maybe junior college kids. What could they possibly be thinking about at this point in their life? I'm gonna talk kind of loud enough and talk about some things that if you're not that secure in your own conversation you're not going to help and be like what that guy say oh my so, god i need you to know that so as soon as i just look at you and i go tell me what you think about this thought and i said it so clear and i wanted to be so articulate i just go cars don't need speedometers and it was silent and then all of a sudden the guy next to me just goes, well, like, I don't mean to like interrupt, man, but like, what? And it's just on their way out. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to be thinking about up. that all night. Just took that guy's night off. That's up. hilarious. He's just going to be staring at the ceiling. Cars don't need speedometers. speedometers. Yeah. But that one place we went, like the cocktail pizza place, that mm-hmm. was good. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, it was probably one of the best drinks I've had. This has been really great. I don't even care how long it's going. I know it's going to be something that I'll probably get the most use out of, of yep. anybody. Just because it's great to look back at these memories. What and, a fun, t- what a great time to go down memory lane. We've I had a busy past couple nine months. Like, lots of stuff has happened. So, to make sure that we hit all the right strides... We've also gone out with some friends. We've had a lot of good date nights. We have. We went to a jazz club. Yeah. Uh, about we've, a month ago. We've gone to some birthday events. We went to a jazz club with my grandpa. Yep. Which that was, we were was gonna... loud. Yep. And then we went to the jazz club with your friends, but the seating was poor for us. Yeah. Our backs were to it. Yeah, that was not a good. So yeah. I don't know yet if the I like jazz clubs not or good, not. Yeah. I don't know. But we have we've had some great meals. We've had we've we've met a couple new people. In terms yeah. of like meeting with friends, we've hung out with your, your friends from college. Got a new little pup. Hung out with my family a lot. We've gotten to know each other's families. We've spent a lot more time with them, with just suburb trips and things like that, which has been great. Yeah, gotten to know each other a lot more. Doing hot yoga again. Yeah. The right way. Yep. Gotten to know our our ups and downs talked through tough conversations so before things out together and i don't know if this is going to open up a whole can i don't need to dive in too much but out of curiosity i really love where the headspace is for myself and i you know with the conversations we have i'd like to speak at least that i think you're also in a pretty clean spot mm-hmm if we were to take a break, a bio break, let's deem it, 
and we wanted to take this really clean, fresh headspace and just touch on a little bit about if we've gone through this gauntlet for what maybe we could have told ourselves earlier having learned a lot of kind of maneuvers and conversations or maybe some of the moments that there was clear communication and then all of a sudden there's a separation and then we find all these times where we have to reroute and connect again are you up for it all kind of mapping that whether it's just touching on it or uncovering it at this time today. Well, I just have two things that I think I've learned today that, okay. I, will, that I will touch on. After a bio break? No, I can do it now. Okay. Please. The first one is that it's almost better to know your partner's honest flaws or honest things that they know they can work on as early in the relationship as you can because then you can start identifying them and you can start working through them together and then the second thing I would say is that in in at least our case our upbringing and our past experiences have a much bigger impact on the way that we view things than we were even aware of. Right. And it's hard to put yourself into the other person's shoes when you and I have had vastly different experiences aside from a couple things that we share in common being student athletes in college, you know, living in the city, things like that, um, being in sales. But when it comes to upbringings and experiences in your younger years, it really does have a massive impact on how it shapes you for viewing things in your future life. And if it's not something that you yourself are in tuned with or your partner is in tuned with, it can, and you're not connected to it, you can become very disconnected with each other. And I think that we it's taken us a long time and a lot of conversations to get to that realization and that is where i am with summing up two very important things that i can utilize and we know now moving forward that's beautifully said thank you and i agree and i also see what we've been through as just one of those kind of affirmations that you're never going to know exactly what to say to perfection to completely put a period on any given moment. And I don't think you should because to me, that's you're dead. Mm-hmm. If you've completely summed up perfectly, then you're obviously not looking at tomorrow's going to bring something new. And to just have the humility to know that and to know that just because I'm having an opinion about something today doesn't mean that that's what's going to be locked in. Mm-hmm. And I think what really pushed us to a good place is I started to realize that our miscommunication wasn't because of any disdain that or animosity that one person had towards the other, but it was when I really started to slow down, and it was kind of in thanks to Ron Swanson, when I would say something, you would react, and I just said, I think you heard me say this. Mm-hmm. But what I'm really saying is this. Like, when I ask for a lot of eggs and a lot of bacon, or all of your eggs and a lot of bacon, 
I think you hear I mean a lot and many, but I'm saying everything you have. Mm-hmm. And so just to make sure that I can't get frustrated with the reaction that you give me because that just tells me that I didn't convey it well enough. And you had that situation with me too. And it's just all those details about how we communicate with our loved ones before meeting each other that if we don't know how that even works, nor should we think about it, life is not something you should sit down from the day you can conceptualize something saying, why did I pick the blue crayon over the green one? Mm -hmm. Or why did I, that's not fun. Mm -hmm. But when you really do start to experience, you know, challenges in your life and it does start to shape you, you almost owe it to yourself to go back to the foundation and say, well, what does work and how can I repeat that? And we haven't really known how to do that because we did come from just very different sides of the world. Mm -hmm. And there were really strong unifying ties with us being athlete, you know, athletes. We both, I mean, you're six too, good Lord. So having that stage that you didn't ask for, but having to be that persona when nobody put you there and just carrying that spotlight. Mm -hmm. And so there are definitely the strengths that we have but one thing that was also frustrating was to see you interact and to see all the different faces of your dynamics because when I view myself I can't see it from the outside but I can look at what you're experiencing in your dynamics an example being if I overhear a conversation and it sounds a you know a tad different while you're getting to know somebody, if you hear something that doesn't sound familiar, it almost comes across as a worry because as somebody who values what I can identify within somebody and what I can connect with, if I can't recognize where you're speaking from, it makes me think that I don't know you as well, therefore I cannot trust. And I feel like that was a big driver for us before we just kind of sliced through it all and said, I speak the way I do because it's work and that's okay and it's just tough because we've chosen an industry where it's so closely aligned with our personalities because that's what you so to speak sell on that when you are giving yourself to all these different dynamics in the world but you still want to preserve enough for that special person in your life finding what that looks like to each other is so important because if you're doing something that the other person can't recognize, then it might as well not be done. Mm-hmm. And then that's where we were almost kind of having these misfires. And then the other thing that I really learned that you helped me with and just how strong you are is when you really sit down and think, what is it like to always be on the offensive? What is it like to be somebody who's always looking to be offended? Mm-hmm. How can you explain that in a feeling? And I'll never forget, we had had a conversation in the studio for a while, and we're like, we got to get out of here. So we went to the car, we just went for a walk, and we're like, let's just sit in the car. Let's just see if that works. And then you had like old peanut butter pretzels on like the side door mm-hmm. that you were just like, oh, I haven't eaten all day. So you just went and grabbed them. And I was so wound up and like, wanting to figure out the root of a problem that I was so like analytical like just looking at everything like what's the intention what's the agenda and all that and you had opened the bag or something and I was just almost about to say like 
oh, you're not even going to offer me one? Mm -hmm. And I caught that. As soon as I thought that, remember, I didn't even say it. I said, you will not believe what I just caught. Mm -hmm. That's what it feels like to be offended all the time. It's that type of existence where it's like there's nothing that anybody's doing that they shouldn't be doing, but it's how I'm viewing. Is there more that they could do? And I think that that was just a very good catch. Mm-hmm. It was almost kind of out of body to be like, holy crap, I totally get it now. Mm-hmm. And to live in that state of mind constantly has to be exhausting. Mm-hmm. I think the more you can be aware of your, the, the way, the lens that you see things through and the lens that your partner sees things through, you can almost both stay in check with overreacting. It's very easy to overreact. Yep. And there's no fault to us. That's the craziest thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, just, just, we're, we're still growing. learning and growing and, yeah. I would say that to end what is proudly over two hours of a scrapbook, an audio scrapbook, I just want to open up the idea that no matter where I am in life, no matter what it is I'm doing, every day I'm trying to take people into consideration more and more as individuals to understand what their goals are, what they want out of life. And to know that although it's something that you can't explicitly say, and I truly believe it's something you have to feel a little deeper so it sticks where it should, nothing that I am today is wrong. Nothing about what structure I am is wrong. But there's a very real aspect of life that if you just apply a little bit of a personal touch to something that plays into your strength incrementally, day after day. Personally, I have gotten stronger in areas of my life quicker than if I didn't consciously think, I have to add this piece. I have to consciously chase that thing every single day or else I will not see the change that I'd like. And that can bog you down when life decides that today, instead of your challenge being running out of coffee and having to go to Starbucks, okay, great, ace in the hole, that's an easy win. Your dog's going to get into 80 pieces of gum. You're going to have to move. You're going to have to simultaneously get to know your life partner throughout all this chaos. But here we are. We look back at it and... I think things are in a really, really good direction. I agree. And on cue, ready for food, Lucy awaits. Are you hungry? Are you hungry?